When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last week on Save the D8. If y'all got attacked when we were not here, wouldn't that make us good luck because we weren't here? Uh, Haven is pretty sure that someone has ratted us the fuck out. Spin that wheel. You land in VX, the poisoned world. Yay! That's awful. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be fine there, Haven. Just a name, right? Woo! And the ship comes flying down and smashes into the back of the head of the Titan. Everything gets destroyed, splintered apart. The Portland Bill is no more. Is there a body over here for me to get, dead or alive? You find a tail. Oh, oh no. They're also really not gonna believe that we are not bad luck now. <laughs> we are bad luck, let's be clear. After being attacked by vicious insects on top of this titan's head, but defending them off and effectively getting them away, uh, the rest of the night goes unhindered. Once the morning hits and light begins to filter through these disgusting clouds, you will see that the energy from the staff begins to uh, dissipate and shut off. The lights of the city go dark. Mm-mm. And um, it is a, it is a new day. You are all refreshed, for the most part. Most of the heavily injured are still pretty bad. So now we start corralling people. We've got to go in the city, right? Yeah. We've got to, to tie people to the board so that we can drag them into the city. Oy, oy. Okay. Because you took the forethought of building those ahead of time, Giddy. During the evening, before you went to bed, and then also when you woke up during your watch, you made adjustments. So the DC has dropped for being able to pull them. It's going to be a lot easier, especially because the Titan skin is effectively much smoother than a rocky ground. So who's going to be pulling these sleds of injured Boondaburras? I will. I mean, yeah. And yeah. One... Too. I guess I'll, I mean, I will also, but I brash, you do not have to help. Hmm. Who, who's the weakest of you three? Is it Shelly? Shelly, you are the weakest, right? What's your strength? What? 12. So plus one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tap Shelly and give them an enhanced ability, bull strength. So you have advantage on strength checks and your carrying capacity doubles. Oh, <laughs> oh I can enhance ability of someone too. <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> okay. 
21 on athletics. Yep, 21. I could probably use enhanced ability. <laughs> <laughs> the DC's lower. It's fine. 19. Okay, 19 passes. Do we really not want to give me enhanced ability? I can't. I'll do it. I'll do you it. You already rolled. That's not how it works at all. Fine. Not natural one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Low DC. Come on. It's gonna. Hurt. They're gonna get hurt and die from miscarriage. For a total of. Oh, seven. Yeah, you're very tired. You you spent a lot of energy building these sleds. Um, if you want to do enhanced ability to give him a, a re-roll, I'll, I'll let it happen. I'll do it. I'll do it. Who cares? It's, what do I got spells for if I don't use them? Okay. Now roll wild magic. <laughs> yep, and your wild magic oh. is going to be... The number is going to be a little higher now because of the spell mark. Six. Yeah, it goes off. Great. <laughs> a little higher? Uh, thir- I got 39, Evan. Okay. Shelly, for the next minute, any creature that starts its turn within 30 feet of you or comes within 30 feet of you for the first time on its turn is affected by the slow spell until the start of its turn. There's no new creatures within 30 feet of you. Yeah, so. we're all here. Or starts their turn within 30 feet oh, of him. Shit. Well, no. now if those, hey, now if those bugs come rondering up again, <laughs> they won't be able to catch us. For one minute. Yeah, so starting off wise, it's almost like one of those movie action scenes where everything's in slow motion as people are preparing to head off to the into the adventure as you all slowly start your way and after a minute of this happening time speeds back up and what did you get 26 okay that's great yes you all pass those are high enough that I'm not even going to make you re-roll halfway getting there. Wow, thank you, Evan. <laughs> so, you will make your journey from the top of the head down the neck as you make your way down. The party will kind of split in half for a bit as the bones of the titan's spine are not exactly protruding, but pushing the skin up, making a mountainous region. So you kind of split in between them uh, as the group, as you go past. You meet up again once you get past the neck onto the shoulder area, where you are now about 150 feet away from this towering city on the Titan's back, which is pretty massive. It's, I would say the city itself is about half the size of the Titan. Um, and everything is dark. There doesn't seem to be much movement. Hmm. Nocturnal, maybe? That's what makes sense. Why would that be? Maybe it's more poisonous during the day? Somehow? Huh. Well, let's... I guess we'll see. You want to go up to the gate? Yeah, let's let's go. Uh, taking everybody with you, or do you want to have a small scout force go? Uh, I don't think we should split up. So, let's all head up. You'll make your way to the front gate of this city. The walls massively cover around. Um, but even on the battlements, uh, you see no movement. You see nothing. 
if you want to make any checks, please feel free. Just tell me what you're checking for. I mean, we need to find a doctor area, right? So, like, investigation. Or perception? Sure, you can percept. I guess... Are we, are we through the gate? No. Oh. The gate is locked. Oh, never mind. I mean, I'm just going to knock, but we can look around first if you want. Yeah, I think we want an interior doctor area. All right. I just pound my fist on the gate. You pound upon the gate. After five, seven seconds, no answer. Can anyone make themselves louder? Uh Uh-huh. No. Oh, thaumaturgy makes it a little louder. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, also, while we're here, I'm gonna—I'm just gonna do a quick little divine sense. So, within sixty feet, celestial fiend undead. You find nothing. Great. I'm going to use thaumaturgy, which makes my voice up to three times as loud for a minute, and say, "Hello, we need help. We need a doctor area as soon as possible." Wow, no, seeking refuge, just help, doctor area. Seems like the priority, yeah. We just have to see if they even uh, respond to us. I think that doctor area is probably a pretty, like, normal thing that, like, everybody, even if they didn't speak the language, would, like, know. Oh, like, yes, that is, that is a, area. yeah, that, that term is used everywhere, I would assume. Um, there is no response. Okay, who knows how to pick locks? Of a gate? That's a thing you can do, right? Well, it depends. Uh, yeah, DM is, like, is does it look like it's locked with a locking mechanism, or does it look like it's locked, like, from the inside with, like, a bar over the... It's barred. Because one of those we can pick, the other one we cannot. Uh, well, the gate the, the gate in front of you is pretty much bare. It's, uh, it's a metal wood door-like gate, um, but there's no locking mechanism on the front. Right, so there's nothing. You can give me a perception to see if there's another way to get in, uh, or if someone wants to try to scale the walls. Hmm. There's no way to open it? No. There's no lock. Did we try pushing it? Oh, maybe maybe it's a a, push instead of pull. I push it. Or a pull. Okay. Give me a uh, uh, athletics. I'm rolling dog shit today. Thirteen. You had two natural 20s in a row. I, I've had two natural 20s in a row, and everything else I've rolled is under a 10. Like, I don't know what's going on. You push upon the gates, and you can't move them. All right. I, there's no way to pull. There's no... So, uh, all right. Hmm. I mean, I don't particularly want to break into this, like... What if we go in there and they have fucking guns? I don't want to fight a bunch of people with guns. We don't know if they're a what is that? city. What? what? What is a gun? It's like uh, it's like a thing that has a contained explosion, and then it shoots metal at you like so quickly you fucking die instantly. Basically, that seems like something that nobody should have. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In a reasonable society, that seems like something that shouldn't be in everyone's closet. I, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, currently, <laughs> it's all currently it's not that bad because you know it takes like 
fucking ten minutes for them to like reload it. So to get the but if it were automatic, probably right. Yeah, no. If there was some sort of auto, like if it shot like more than one every five minutes, then it would be a real problem. But fortunately, that te- technology doesn't exist. What so. if you what if you got to wait uh, twenty four hours when you want one to when you get one? <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be longer than 24 hours personally, but that's uh you know, I'm not I'm no expert on gun regulation or anything. Do you get one instantly? Does everybody born with one? Uh yeah, Some when you're places, when you're born yes. basically they just hand you you Slap they hand your right parents a, Yeah, 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 they hand your parents a gun. Anyway, my point is, is, I don't know when we want to break into this place, but also, do we just fucking sit here and wait until the sun sets? That seems like a hugely long time. And is we'd that, have to deal with the fleas again. Is there a way, like, around the city? Just keep walking around until we find a different area? You can try with the injured Bundaburra, though. That's going to be a pretty high check to make sure they don't fall off because once you get to the shoulders everything's kind of like a straight drop around and you're going to be having to probably do some heavy checks to make sure you can stay along ledges I I can stay and protect the Bundaburras I'm not very dexterous anyway if it's going to require some scaling uh or things you know light footedness that's certainly not me how tall is this wall two stories tall that's not bad no, about 20 feet. Uh, I start climbing. Okay. Athletics? 17. Giddy, you are able to climb up the wall. Hey, don't make it seem like you're, uh, don't make it seem like you're sneaking in or anything. Just try to find someone. Oh, right. I'm, 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 I'm looking, looking for, for someone. someone. Hello? As you say this climbing up, I need a dexterity save. 19. Oh, that's really good. Once you get up there, a spark of electricity shoots around the edge of the wall in a spiral. Uh-oh. You narrowly hit it, but you're able to stop yourself before it hits you. Uh, everyone can now say this. There is a, like a ball of lightning spinning around the top now. Oh. Since Giddy must have accidentally hit uh, an alarm system. It's spinning around quite fast, but you can possibly get by it, Giddy, uh, with a good acrobatics check. Does it seem like that was cast by someone, or that that was a trap? Uh, it feels like it's a trap. Cop. You can do an arcana to see if you can recognize it. Fifteen. From what you can gather, you think that it's just a proximity trap. Somebody got too close, and then it was set off. Okay. You're not exactly sure from where. A fifteen. Am I getting lucky or unlucky? (laughs) Giddy, you watch as the ball of lightning goes by a couple of times, and you make your move, and as soon as you go to lift yourself up, your hoof accidentally slips on one of the rocks, tumbles down below, and you lose your balance as you're halfway up as the ball of lightning comes at you. It's about to strike you, and you pull yourself as hard as you can across, and the ball of lightning narrowly strikes you as you spin over the wall and tumble down the other side. Uh, you take seven points of falling damage, but you're now on the other side. I made it to the other side. What are you? Are you, are you okay? Do you see anything in there? 
<laughs> I haven't opened my eyes yet. Let me look. God. Do I see anything? What do I what do I see over here? You see that the city itself seems to be covered in a thin layer of gray snow. That's not snow. It's dandruff. As you can see from your suspicions and from the observations that Haven had made, it's sturdy but a ramshackle built city of buildings built on top of each other to make this mountain-like city that you're in. You are close to the gate, which you walk towards, and once you get to the gate, you can see that there is a switch to open the gate. Is there anybody around? It is completely dead. There is nobody around. Can I double check? Can I do a, um, a perception to see if anyone is quietly watching? Sure. 22. You do not find anybody on the streets. With that high perception, though, you can see that in some of these buildings, in some of the windows, you can see candlelight. But no movement. No movement inside. I'm going to open the gate. Are you still there? Just do it! <laughs> but I thought that you guys had left for a second. And I opened the gate. Alright, Giddy, you grab the lever. Give me a strength roll. It's a pretty heavy lever just to pull on your own. Well, then I'm going to roll athletics. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> you struggle with it a bit, but you're able to put all of your body weight onto it and you kind of hang off it for a moment, pressing on the, the trigger lock, and you are able to use that to wrench it down and the gates will open into the city. And everyone on the other side of the gates begin to rumble and open up in front of you and you can now see partially into the city and see this layer of gray snow, probably about half an inch thick. Hmm. Quote, unquote. I'm gonna look look closer at at the snow. Sure. Uh, Do you want to do a roll, or do you just want to do just a basic inspection? I'll look at I'll roll to look. Sure. Okay. Uh, It looks like snow to Shelly. (laughs) Put it in your mouth! Uh... You know what they say? Don't don't uh, don't eat the gray snow. <laughs> Even though you failed, I'm just going to give you the basic inspection. You're absolutely right. It is not snow. <laughs> it is freezing ash. Uh-huh. What's uh, if if I like reach down and I like brush? If I like, you know, try to dig through a little bit of the ash. What's underneath it? Uh, well, if like you just do it on the ground, you will see a pretty decent cobblestone road. If you brush around other things, you can you can see like like I said, it's just a light dusting upon all of the structures. And once you walk in uh, with the sleds, you can see like there are drag marks your feet are making. Like there's enough to show footprints and um, you know tracking if someone wanted to find you easily. But it's not very thick, so it must clean itself Fresh. every night. Mm-hmm. Do you think that everyone in this town is like? run on electricity. But there's candles. Why do you think that? Do you see? Why would they need candles if they run on electricity? I'm gonna go over to one of these houses where there's candles in the 
window. Okay. Um, by the way, once everybody has come to the gate, kind of like as a time lock after five minutes, that gate will close back in on itself. That makes sense. Go to the window. It is pretty dirty. This, give me a perception at disadvantage. Ten. I just want to see whether that candle is actually fire. With a ten, you can tell that that candle is fire. Okay. Is it in like a like one of those like old school Victorian like lamps things? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, it is in what you would guess to be an oil lamp for sure. Thank you. Yeah. You can also tell a figure walks off in the distance. In the house? In the house. I bang on the window. Hey! Hey! Alright, you bang on the window. The figure turns towards you. You can't make out much detail. You would assume it might be a child. And the figure will then run off into the back room. Wait, we need help out here! What is with this place? Do I see anywhere with... What do we need? We need medical supplies and water, or do we find water? I mean, I'm now out of water. Okay, do we see any, like, places where water would be gathered or, or food would be taken, anything like that? Sure. We need a cleric. We need a healer. Or a doctor area. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and uh, either give me perception or survival. Survival is probably going to be stronger to find those, though. Doesn't matter. That's a seven. You wander the streets looking for food and water, and you enter what would be somewhat like a market square. And you can find a couple of stalls um, that have nobody manning them, but there are a few, like, food items there. And they look completely desiccated. Maybe some rotting. Mech. They haven't... You do also find something that looks like a well. I found a well, but everything around here looks pretty pretty unattended. Next to the well, you find a strange metallic device that has a funnel on it and a spigot. Can I get a sniff of this well? Yeah. Is is that oil or something? Like does it give off a strong aroma? You sniff the well, and it has a copperish smell to it. Is there some sort of bucket-ish thing near it, you said? Yeah, there's a bucket in it. Can we reach the water from there? Sure. Go ahead. You can turn. You drop the bucket down. You bring the bucket Is up. Is it rusted or blood? You look inside the bucket. Well, of course it's blood. There's no water on the person. Yes. It is blood. This is actually a great place for the vampires. <laughs> That's actually really good. It's actually not a bad idea. They don't need to breathe. They don't care that it's poison. Should we just, should we just hit the thing right now? Well, we don't know what the situation is yet. There might be inhabitants here that are hostile, so we probably shouldn't just throw them to the proverbial wolves, and if you will. And we wouldn't want an army of vampires to help us with the hostility? <laughs> good we have a backup plan in case we do get attacked by the entire city <laughs> not exactly an army either they're all just normies true at this time as you have been searching around in that 
it has started to become dusk. So it, it is almost pitch black now in the city. So those who have dark vision, you can see out to your distance. Um, but for Shelly and Giddy, it has almost become to the point where you really can't see uh, anything within five feet of you. And then you will hear the sound of machinery winding up. And you'll hear a loud explosion and a crackle in the sky as you can see that lightning energy strike the top of the city. And suddenly all of the lights turn on. Everything goes up. It just brightens. All of the streets become lit. You can see that the rotten food that is out there turns into that same dust that covers the ground. And doors begin to open and you see creatures begin to spill out into the streets. They look like half mutants of humans and orcs, tieflings, gnomes. Some are mutated that look like they have more than one head, maybe extra legs. You can also find a few older people that are, mil- that are milling around that um, look like they have had steampunk attachments to them, making them into half warforged. Frankensteinish type monsters. Mm. But it just all becomes extremely busy. Nobody seems to take into effect that you are different than everybody else. Nice. Um, and at one point, as you're all at the well, you're going to see this woman, probably an older woman that has like half her body is made of just metal. Excuse me, can I please get to the well? You're in the way. Excuse us. Thank you. Can you help us? Yes, sorry, just a minute. And you'll watch them grab the bucket of blood that you had all pulled up and go, oh, lucky me. And they'll take that to the machine next to the well and spill it into the uh, device. You watch it go in there and they'll turn the spigot, putting a bucket that they brought for themselves and you will see water begin to come out of there. On the other side, you will start to see iron and copper ore spill out. Oh, thank you. I need to get the shop ready. Uh, hi. Hi. This, I point to all our injured in, in carts here. We need some medical attention. Is there is there a place we can go for that? We're not from around here. I, I hope that's okay. Uh, why, yes. Are you in need of a doctor area? That, see, exactly. Yes, a doctor area. Well, I can um, take you over to my cousin. They're quite the herbalist as well as machinist. So uh, you can follow me. My name is uh, Velma Summerglade, by the way. Velma, hi. Brash. Nice to meet you, Brash. I'm sure I'll get the rest of your names, but I'm in somewhat of a rush. So please, follow me. And you'll see them start to walk down the street. They do have a bit of a strange hobble walk as one leg is humanoid while the other is made of metal. So do you get visitors often around here? Not really. You are the first I've seen in probably, uh... When was the last time when we had the falling star? Give or... 80 years, give or take a decade. Wow, well, I appreciate you being so thoughtful and helpful. Oh, yes. We do have some visitors, but typically they usually go to uh, the king up in the castle above. We don't normally have you down here, but, I mean, 
They seem like fine folk. Okay. Um, and yes, after uh, walking several blocks with your sleds, um, you will reach a pretty small-sized um, clinic. Okay. Um, this is my cousin Gerard's place. He can probably help you out better than I can. Uh, you'll excuse me. I need to get back. I need to get the shop ready before I go and work at the factory. Thank you, Velma. You all have a very nice day. And they will leave. Um, if you all, any of you want to make perception checks along the way, you're more than welcome to. Um, if you also want to check out this clinic. Um, I'm going know. to check about the people on the street while I seeing whether or not they're watching us. Yeah. Um, the perception is 21. You do get a few strange glances, but nothing where they are afraid of you. You might see maybe some hints of jealousy from a few of these folk. Um, nobody seems to have any outwardly shown ill will towards the group. Any other information you'd like to know? Uh, where does it see... Where the, where's the factory? Okay, with a 15 perception of the factory, because your scouting of last night, I think you can assume by watching... Also, several people that look like they would be in factory wear, carrying tools and so forth. Um, you would believe the factory is probably the center of the city. As you can see, that that's where most of the smoke is coming from, aside from the tower that is built um, in the staff of the Titan. All right. Just, uh, you know, stay, stay close. Everyone stay close to each other. Okay, do you want to enter inside the clinic? Yeah, let's go. All right. You will enter into the clinic. Uh, inside, comparably to outside, um, it is extremely clean. Everything is pristine, um, white walls, tiled floor. Everything is super nice. Um, and as you walk in, you will feel this vacuum around you. And anything like the dust or that that, that might have fallen on you during the time you're outside gets pulled up and into these tubes mounted above the door almost like you're walking into a clean room and at the front you will see a warforged um, they just have a it's they kind of just look like a blank mannequin doll with one big red gem you could perceive maybe as an eye that will go yes do you have an appointment today we don't, but we referred here from Velma. We're looking for Gerard. Dr. Greenthorn, you have visitors. Dr. Greenthorn. And out will come a human gentleman. They have a warforged left arm. Um, and half their face has been covered with just a blank sheet of copper. So you can't see anything um, on the right side of their face except for, like, it kind of covers everything past the nose to mouth. So you only see half their mouth and their eye. Yes, I'm uh, Dr. Greenthorn. Welcome to my doctor area. <laughs> Dr. Greenthorn, hello. I am Brash Playmaker. I'm not from here, and neither are the rest of us. We came here unexpectedly, and we have a lot injured, and we were told from... Velma to come to you for help and we're hoping you can help us in this very dire situation. 
Uh, yes, the factory uh, incident, uh, explosion, injuries, of any of that case, we need to go ahead and start doing paperwork for that. Uh, is this going to be a labor and industries kind of call or uh, personal insurance? Uh, how are we doing this? Well, we haven't signed up for our insurance plan yet. What sort of payment plans do you offer? Let me see here. Well, I take gold, of course. Um, I also take calcium bones, uh, body parts that are still usable, uh, organs. Giddy, did you save that tail? I do still have the tail. I put it on the cart. He'll take that and he's going to be extremely interested. He's like, wow, I've never seen this before. Oh. What creature did this come from? A, a Bundabura. Hmm? Yeah. Bundabura. Never heard of those. Hmm. It's kind of gesture. What we have outside. He's going to look outside and you'll watch him get excited. Like, oh my god. I've never seen a creature like this. This is interesting. Wow. Ooh. This is going to be a very learned day indeed. All right. Let's be clear, though. We don't need you to be sticking body parts or metal in these guys. We just need some, you know, s- stitching, setting some bones, some some basic things like that. So don't dissect any of these fuckers, okay? <sighs> okay. Well, let me see. He's going to pull out a bunch of paperwork and it's like, all right, sign here for no dissections, please. Yeah. All right, sign here that you don't want any prosthetics. Yes. Sign here that you're willing to take on any death that I perform is not my fault of my own. I need you to sign this, please. Look, if somebody dies, I don't want to be blamed for it. I'm going to do my best to heal everyone that I can. That's kind of my job as a doctor, but I don't want anybody suing me, so please sign. Do you guys have courts here? Or you have a, like, you have a, to sue, uh, yeah, sign it. Yes, we have courts here. There's probably about 20 of them. Oh my gosh. Man, really can't escape it. Okay, uh, I'm, this, how many do you have out there? 15, wow, okay. This is going to be a lot of paperwork. Um, okay, I, how are you willing to pay? If, uh, if you're not paying insurance, I'm going to need either half up front or, like, or full payment if you can. How could you possibly know how much it's going to cost for you to heal these people first? Well, I mean, obviously, it's, I have a base rate that I have just for being able for stitching and so forth. Most of the higher paying costs are going to be for prosthetics, which you signed that you didn't want to have put on. So... It's going to be a, a, a base of 15 out there, roughly about 4,500 gold. Let me consult. We should go ask Ragus if they have any money, right? Like, yeah. See if they can help. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. Or any of them. I mean, we, we don't have to front for them. They, they have their own thing going on. We're, we're just going to get them help. Right. Yeah, you can go discuss with Ragus. Go bring Ragus in, have a conversation. Ragus will let you know that survivors that they have there, um, they roughly only have about 1,200 gold. Most they had given y'all that 1,000 originally to help get the repairs, but they kind of lost any reserve when the ship was destroyed. Um, They have more back home, which they'll gladly repay you, but that's kind of all they have at the moment. 
and Dr. Greenthrow will say, if you need to work out a payment plan, we can set something up. Yeah, what's your payment plans? You guys discuss this. I'm going to go uh, consult with the injured Bundaburras real quick. Well, we can either do a payment plan where you pay me, we'll say, uh, hmm, 200 gold every month until everything is paid off. We could also do a trade if need be. Well, what sort of things are you looking for? Well, like I said, uh, body parts, uh, metals, machinery. I also have a request with, uh, with the searching guild, if you would like to take on that. We're a little stacked up right now, but I can give you 300 gold, and you just uh, start billing me. Okay. If you change your mind, I do. Uh, that that uh, request that I have is a payment of about 10,000 gold. So That's what I love to hear. Yeah, you can tell us about it. We'll see if we can do it on our way. Okay. Well, I have a... This is hard to explain as a doctor, but... Um, I have a issue with a non-payment. Someone has not paid me in several months, and uh, I had given them a pretty decent set of prosthetics for their crew. I need you to either get the money back or their prosthetics. That sounds like something Haven would love to do. That's great. Just give us the address. We'll, we'll take a look. Sure. And he'll write down an address. It's 4173 Blythemont Street. How far is that from here? Oh, that's uh, the Cursed Quarter. So it's going to be roughly uh, about 20, 25 blocks away. Well, that's not too bad. Well, hey, let me put $200 down. If we don't find it, I'll keep up the payment plan. Absolutely. Wonderful. If someone would like to help me start bringing patients in, that'd be great. All right. And we'll just start bringing patients in. What would you like to do, Haven? Um, I have blown my lay on hands again for the day. I'm using 25 hit points to trying to decide whether or not I should heal the worst ones or if I should top off the ones that are like, just need a little bit of work and like make it fewer people for him to work on or make it fewer dire things for people to work on. I'll, I'll give you this. How about this? If... You spend the roll on the dire ones, then I will make it an easier DC for the healing to see if any of them pass away during surgery and such. Great. I will do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll take the people who look the worst off, people who, like, might, you know, need some serious cutting and shit. People that he would be tempted to, you know, put prosthetics or dissect. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna top them up to make them a little less bad. Good. I have that down in my notes. When we get back to that, um, and yeah, uh, Giddy, you will help bring in some of the injured Bundaburras. Uh As you bring them in, you can see that this place is practically empty. There is no other injured folk in here, so there are beds for all of them. It seems as if most of the other superficially injured Bundaburras are helping as well. And uh, just kind of staying by the sides of the injured ones to kind of just, you know, be emotional support. At this time, once everyone is in and the doctor begins to start looking at all of them, Ragus will come to the rest of you and go, Okay, um, here, here's all the money we have. What's the plan? Why don't you hold on to it? 
You keep giving us money, and we keep giving it back, so you just hold on to it for now. Okay, okay. Um, so what's the plan? Um, what are we going to do? Well, that's what we're going to find out. How about you all stay here as long as you can? We'll come check in, but I, I think the four of us will try and go find a plan, and assuredly we're going to need you when we get that plan together. Keep an eye on the doctor. Make sure he's not doing anything untoward towards your crew. Heavy mad scientist vibes. <laughs> okay, uh, Ragus is, will say, okay, uh, I'll put Temin in charge. Temin and Nebo will keep an eye on them. If, if you all have your plan, go ahead, but I'm going to go with Zygon. We're going to go and just find out at least if uh, there's a way to get back to Middleverse or something like that, or at least find some information. Okay, we're going to do the same, but I assume our paths aren't going to cross. If we do, great. We had the same great idea. Okay. Be careful. He'll, he'll give you a look, Haven, and bolstering himself, remembering your words, and take Zygon with him, and they'll start walking off. It looks as if they are going to start heading off into uh, another different market district. So, Haven, kind of signed you up for a job. All right. Someone owes money and or prosthetics, and they need that money and or prosthetics ripped from them, or, you know, convinced that they should give them up. I don't love the idea. Have they done something bad other than be a debtor? Well, uh, we don't know that yet. <sighs> All right. Let's go investigate, at least. Again, we don't have to get it from them. We just have to make the money back one way or another. That's all. Or we just need to get out of here. Of course. Sooner than the next monthly payment. I, I didn't give them my debit card, so it's fine. <laughs> what is that? What? Okay. But Velma did tell us one thing. People normally, when they come visit, they go through the king. So maybe we just have to go straight to the top. A king? Well, hopefully, hopefully Ragus will figure that out while we go deal with this. <laughs> All right. Where, uh, where are we headed? We're headed to Blythemount Drive. Street. Way. Or street, I don't know, I didn't write that part down. <laughs> oh my god, there's a drive and a street. Oh, fuck. We're never gonna find it. All right, let's go wander around, I guess. We can also stop by Velma's shop if we want. Yeah, you can also ask the doctor for more information if you need. We have an address. <laughs> Did he say what kind of parts he wants back? <laughs> he said the money's owed. I guess I should have gotten a total from that. Yeah, do you want to talk with Dr. Greenthorne again? Yeah, let's, let's continue that conversation. Okay. Sometimes I don't get all the information, Dr., uh such as, what are we looking for? Uh, yes. Well, I need you to go and procure every single one of their prosthetics back, because they have not paid for them. Either you get their prosthetics back, or you bring me about 20,000 gold. All right, we'll be back. Great. Just be careful. They're a very strong gang. Wait, it's a gang? I thought it was a person. Well, here's the thing. It's a strong gang. That, that seems like more up your alley. See, it's a bunch of people you can fight with. Maybe they're bad. Oh, they're bad. Oh my god. Still here. 
What what exactly have they done? Other than not pay you? Hmm. Murder, theft. Oh, there was the one time that they uh, opened the gates and let the chickadees inside. And why did they they do that? To cause chaos. It's part of their god. They all worship this strange god of chaos. Trying to bring whatever chaos they can to the world. They think that it will make things more lively. <laughs> and do you know the name of that god? Uh, Orithal, Ornithai, something with an O. All right. Well, let's go break up a gang. Well, you'll leave the clinic, start heading down the road. As you are walking down these cobblestone streets, you will see that there are a couple of large carts that have a big metal tub on them. And it looks like they are just hoovering up all of the dust around the city into these tanks. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, and uh, and if, uh, if you look at the tanks, uh, you will see that it says the Fears Factory Materials. What factory materials? The fear. Fear. As you continue on down, you start making your way towards what the doctor had said as the cursed quarter. And while the city uh, is, of course, like not the prettiest, um, as you get into the cursed quarter, things start to become much more broken down, destroyed. You find uh, several different types of graffiti. Uh, at one point, you even watch, uh, you see someone getting mugged. Not our problem. I'm just kidding, Haven. Is that a curse thing or just a, like a normal? Oh, like a magical curse? Is it like a, like a, just a crime or is that, you know, someone getting mugged? That's just, that's not a curse necessarily. Right. That's just a bad actor. Yeah, I think you would think that this might be called the cursed quarter uh, for a lot of the crime that happens here. Oh, Lack of accountability. <laughs> what What are the underlying problems in your society? That there's a crime quarter. <laughs> oh no, it's cursed. Magic right. happened here. Um, is there like a dominant species amongst all of these people that we've been seeing head, heading around? Not exactly. I think of anything that would be the most dominant would probably be these um, half- Warforged, half humanoid. Um, again, just from information that you got from the doctor and from what you see, it seems as if it is very much of a Frankensteinish type of people that live here. Sure. I'm going to stop that mugging, by the way. <laughs> okay. You want to stop the mugging? Sure. Yeah, I'm just going to pick up whoever it is by the scruff of their neck and throw them around a little bit. Yeah, uh, give me an attack roll. 24. All right. Haven, you see three people, well, three of these uh, mechanical mechanicoids, uh, pretty much, I'm just, that's just what I'm going to call them. Uh, I'm going to call them mechanicoids. I think we should, ba I think we should uh, take that back to the drawing board. We should brainstorm that a little bit. <laughs> what, what, what should we call them? Uh, I don't I'll know. take ideas. I don't know, but I, I don't think that mechanicoid is going to stick. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I see three of them. You see three ruffians just kicking this person while they're down. 
Uh, one of them is taunting them with you would assume to be a bag of gold. And you walk up and grab one by their by the back of their collar, lift them up with just one hand, and throw them across the street. They will slam into several trash cans and barrels that are out there, and the other two will look at you uh, with fear in their eyes and put their fists up as if they're if you're gonna fight. I uh, I just take out my sword and uh, do a quick little flourish with it. I say, run. They were already pretty scared of you and just pulling out your sword and threatening them. You will see them both look at each other as if I'm not gonna back you if you stay and will run off. They leave their buddy behind who has been knocked out in the uh, refuse that you threw them in. Uh, They're completely passed out. I uh, give my hand to the one that was being kicked around, pull them up to their feet. You'll notice that it's a gnome who is suffering from lycanthropy. So he's a little werewolf gnome and he'll just kind of squeak out a, thank you. Yeah, get out of here. And they'll run as fast as their little legs can carry them. Are we close? Maybe, but what if we tackled this during the day? Why? Everything seems a little quieter. When everybody's asleep. Let's find the house and see how difficult it is. Go from there. Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.